0: Hi there, and welcome. It's Mike Williams with Investor Insights by Genesis. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Glad you can spend a few minutes with us. Uh, Hope these thoughts uh, add value to your day. Uh, So, listen. This one is called "Hell in a Handbasket." It's actually a takeoff of of a note that I wrote to clients. We send uh, morning notes out. You're always, all listeners are always welcome to copy those. By the way, if you would like to be added to our internal list, feel free to. Give us a buzz on the internet by writing to info at genesisinvestor.com. Just ask for the morning notes and we'll put you on a trial, see what you think of them. Uh, Anyway, so what do we mean by hell in a handbasket? Well, look, here we are. It's the middle of May. We are gradually being forced towards the summertime Uh, here in Chicago. It's still quite cool and overcast. I'm fearing that we might not get a summer, but uh, summer it is. Um, In the markets, we always call them the summer doldrums because people tend to stop paying attention. You know, you got everybody at the beach and family vacations and great stuff and who cares about markets and who the heck wants all that stress and worry and stuff. Uh, You know, even Wall Street puts their second and third tier traders on the desks and all the big boys are at their Hamptons homes. So here's the deal. Here's the notes we wrote about. The sell in May crowd is out and about as they've been each day since May 1. Uh, I questioned in my mind if anyone else had noticed that the sell in May thing isn't working real well this year since just yesterday. We hit record highs. Uh, Let's be clear. I'm kind of peeved in that uh, we've been hoping for a correction. You know, a lot of people say, what are you talking about, Mike? You want a correction? Well, yeah, we want a correction. First of all, people are so petrified already. If you got a 5 or 10% correction, people would uh, run for the hills. So if we can get one of those, that would be fantastic because that's where we get good deals. Uh, plus, uh, when you think about it, the, uh, the never-ending echoes of horrible headlines and scary-sounding event certain to befall us all and soon, was hoping it would finally cause the markets to actually do what everyone and their proverbial brother has been assuming they would do all along, and that is stumble or crash. But here's the thing. Everybody missed a few important items that, as investors, we need to keep our minds focused on. But before I get to that, I want to pause uh, for a second and pose a question to you. I want you to think about the next two things I'm going to read. And I want you to ask yourself, which sounds better? Uh, Which gets your attention? Which thing impacts you the most emotionally and gets your brain working? Whether good or bad, I want you to think about these two things. Because this uh, is the... uh, This is the way the press manipulates your brain. So I'm going to give you those two things. Here they go. Here's the first one. Earnings growth this season has been negatively impacted by the collapse in oil prices. The ripple effect of that combined with a strong dollar has caused a real crimp in the growth rate of earnings with the latest corporate announcements. Now, that's one. That sounds pretty legit, right? I mean, that sounds like you should be a bit worried, right? I mean, that's that sounds pretty deep. Now, let that sink in your mind for a second, and then listen to this next comment. Even though oil has collapsed and the dollar has been strong, it's important to remember the last four trailing quarters of earnings, in other words, the last year of earnings, have collectively never been exceeded in any annual period in the history of the United States of America. So what does that say in a sentence? We're at record highs in earnings even if their growth rate slows at times, which by the way is perfectly normal. So I ask you which one of those two things gets your blood pumping more? My guess would be the first, because it's sort of littered with fearful remarks. But here's the kicker. Both statements are 100% true. That is why the markets seem to be, quote, struggling at record highs. First of all, think of that quote, struggling at record highs. It by itself is almost foolish, if you think about it. What market would be struggling if it's at record highs? <laughs> I, mean, what? I mean, does anyone ever read some of this stuff and really think about what it must say? I mean, when I look at these things, I sort of chuckle because I don't know of anything you and I would term as struggling if it's at a record high. Sure. Hey, I wish it would struggle. I mean, really struggle and pull back a few percent, five or 10 percent correction here as we head into the summer would be a fantastic shot in the arm and would create a massive opportunity for all those investors that don't run for the hills or their neighborhood bunker to hide from that terrible market, at least until new highs came back. But heck, that's all pretty nutty, right? I mean, we've become a society of push-button thinkers. What do I mean by that? Well, we don't seem to really think about anything anymore. We don't think through events collectively, we react and usually with the same speed as hitting the send button on an email. How nutty has it become? Well, let me give you an example of what I actually did. Just the other day I hit an email, I hit send on an email that I'd written and it took, I noticed it took like maybe a second or two longer to actually send and leave my screen and I felt this strange tinge even if... Ever so briefly of tension, I could feel my mind thinking, what the hell is taking this thing so long to send? And yet it was just a second or two. How crazy has this gotten? Have we really reached the point where if the market is not going up every single day, then it must be that something is really wrong? I mean, I can't tell you after 32 years of market stuff, uh, that's, that's a bizarre set of emotions and quite honestly, terribly destructive. Look back over secular bull markets in our past. There's been several of them. Reviews will show they are littered with periods of going nowhere, sometimes for months on end, merely digesting recent events and passing time. Okay, Now, you'll chuckle at this, but it's kind of like when my wife and I go for a run on the lakefront. Here's how that process goes. It starts out fine, you know, for the first hundred yards or so, we run right alongside each other. And then when the first mile marker is reached, uh, sad to say, she stands there pausing, sitting idle, waiting for me to catch up. And all the other husbands are probably laughing as they listen. But then the movement forward begins again in earnest. That, my friends, is what the market has been doing. Okay? In other words, it's had a couple of good years. And then it's pausing. It's waiting. It's grinding away at people's emotions. And you know what happens in trade ranges? It grinds the weak hands out and the traders hand their stocks over to investors. I want you to think about that for a second. We always state the purpose of a corrective wave in the market is to see that the weak hands hand over their stocks to the strong hands, and that is the long-term investor. We cannot repeat that enough. Anyone who has arrived at the end of a 30 or 40-year process of building wealth by building your investment in equities and portfolios, knows this one fact. You must go through the bad stuff to get to the good stuff. And anyone thinking any differently is playing a fantasy upon themselves. Granted, uh, while the market is pausing, I simply wanted it to do so about 10% lower, especially in the summertime because no one's watching. You know, when everyone is away at the beach, That's where we usually get to grab some really good deals, at least as investors. But hey, silly me. So what's the bottom line? Well, even though the market in the oil world has indeed collapsed, and by the way, someday we're going to figure out that that's a good thing for our future and not a bad one. And indeed, earnings growth rates were crimped a bit. Now keep in mind, I said growth rate, not earnings, not bottom lines the growth rate in those earnings. They're still at record highs. They're just going up a little slower right now, but the world is not lost. We've we've got record highs in stocks, record highs in earnings, record highs in cash flows, record highs in balance sheet health, record lows in interest rates, and oh yeah, some pretty solid growth ahead. We got plenty of jobs. We have $8 trillion sitting in bank accounts, earning nothing. I, I call that the 8 trillion reasons that we have to make sure we can fully support ourselves in the future. And just this week, here's the good news. Just this week, we got noticed that sentiment is falling. Remember what I just said about trade ranges? It it just tears you up inside. It, it causes the crowd to create the nightmares and the Stage of their mind and it dances across their thoughts and it scares the hell out of them and they're certain That the next crash is near that's what trade ranges are for but here's the kicker as we've said many times on CNBC and Bloomberg Trade ranges break to the upside not the downside So the sentiment numbers are sinking and that my friends is a good thing just this week as record highs were breached even though on a very timid basis. The latest sentiment readings from AAII show that bullish sentiment fell to a two-year low. Now, I'm going to repeat that for those that may not have heard that correctly. Even as record highs in the stock market were touched, the latest sentiment readings from AAII show that bullish sentiment those that are positive about the market, fell to a two-year low. Now, in case no one remembers where we were two years ago in the stock market, the answer is several thousand points lower. I want you to think about that. Neutral sentiment is above its historical average for 18 weeks in a row. Pessimism rose to a one-month high Now, now, what's important to note is that this level of pessimism is as bad as it was back on April 18th of 2013, thousands of points ago. Now, what's important to note here is the bullish sentiment at unusually low levels and neutral sentiment at above average levels historically has meant that that's a good correlation with markets that surprise to the upside for the next six to 12 months. Remember how we said, you gotta think differently than the crowd if you want different results than the crowd gets. So here's the bottom line. On sentiment numbers, the bullish reading was 27.1%. Now that means that between bearish and neutral investors, those who are not excited about the market, Three out of four investors are not excited about the market and it's at record highs. Now I can't tell you, I, you don't have to believe me, but I can state this factually. In the 30 years that I've been doing this, I loved it when everyone was nervous. And the fact that everyone's nervous at record highs, I cannot tell you how backward that is. Because usually at record highs, everybody is elated. There's only one thing that gets people elated. More record highs. Lower prices do not get people elated. I know that from the 1982 to 2000 secular bull market. It took 12 or 14 years before people got elated about the stock market. And we know that because we just follow the money. So here's the deal. Barely one in four investors feels good about this stock market and it's on its record. Sure it may correct. Pray for it to correct. Be ready for the summertime. I love the summer doldrums, especially if it's matched with a corrective wave. We get to buy cheap when no one else is looking. So the bottom line is, Let's hope for a setback together. Have your wealth building lists ready. Check with your advisor. Make sure it all fits with your plan. And look forward to a summer swoon because the future is much brighter than we think it is. So listen, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant. We sure hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Glad to have you here on the episode. We sure thank you for your time and we hope you have a fantastic weekend.